welcome to episode 16 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, with two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. Well, actually, now I'm in Florida. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, but Kate is right. We are in Florida. Together. Together on a Florida road trip. So this is actually the first time we've we've um, recorded the podcast in the same room. I know. It's kind of weird looking at your face. I know. It's yeah. lovely, but weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So we do have, before we get everything started, an announcement to make. We have a Facebook page. So you can look us up at at Dinner Sisters Podcast, which is super fun. And if you are a person that knows us on Facebook, we may have invited you already. But if you're not, we'd love for you to like our page, um, follow us. We're excited to grow our community on the platform. So stop over, say hi. Yeah, we are really excited. We've been getting people occasionally telling us that they've made a recipe or Mm -hmm. they've tried something out. And we just thought this would be a fun place to share pictures and connect with others and talk about how the recipes are working. So if you're on Facebook and that's something that you'd like to do, you can find us there and we will be thrilled to talk with you about any new recipes you've making. So that's our little PSA. All right, here's how this works. Like every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, and other sources on the World Wide Web. We have all these recipes, tips, the smorgasbord, and the shopping list on our website, www.dinnersisters.com. You can also get them sent directly to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter if you'd like to preview the recipes before listening. So what were this week's recipes? So this week we had... A lemony bulgur salad, tomato chicken salad, and a niçoise salad with anchovy lemon vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we finally have summery weather around in New England, in Rhode Island. It feels like it's been freezing for so long. So some salads finally sound delicious. But I know, Betsy, that it's been summer in Atlanta for a little bit, a little bit of time. It is, yeah. It's May hits, late April, May, and it gets warm enough to eat summery salads. Mm. But... I'm happy to do this episode because I need a little summer inspiration now that nice. we're heading in into the height of it. Nice. So these are supposed to be low cook, but dinner worthy salads. So maybe a little boiling or poaching, but that's about it. You're not like roasting things in the oven. I think you could actually get away with not cooking on a couple of these salads. Yeah, which is so great. So let's get started. What do we have? Right. So first recipe, we're kicking things off with a lemony bulgur salad with shrimp and spinach from Food and Wine. So this salad has you soak bulgur, which is like a cracked wheat. It's a grain, which, you know, I found, gosh, I think I found it like just next to the other grains, you know, your regular grocery store. Mm -hmm. Also seen in the bulk bin. I don't know where you found it. Yeah, I found it at our DeKalb Farmer's Market, just in the grain section. Oh, nice. Okay, Yeah. cool. So anyway, you get the bulgur, um, you soak it. And then you make a quick vinaigrette with lemon juice, olive oil, and dill. And then you toss it with the spinach, the shrimp, the pine nuts, and radishes. And I I thought the salad was super tasty. What did you think? I liked this. I liked that it was easy and Mm. filling in a healthy feeling way, which I think was just the combination of having the grains in there. The grain salads always make me feel a little bit more full. Yeah. And the shrimp always feels like a nice, light, healthy protein. Yes. Plus, shrimp always feels fancy to me. 
Yeah. And like a fancy it's, thing. It's like fancy yeah. and healthy. Good. Good combo. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I really like adding greens to a salad to bulk them up. And, you know, honestly, I had not cooked bulgur before, Mm. which I felt was a shortcoming of mine. So check that box. Yeah. You know, I've had a lot, just not had it at home. And so I was short on time. This is kind of like after work kind of situation. It has you soak the bulgur for two hours, which was just not in my time frame. So I just boiled it according to the directions in the back and then drained it when it was tender and it worked fine. Just had mm-hmm. to let it cool before making the salad. Um, and I actually just saw something. I think this would work. You can, it's a tip and we'll put it in the show notes, but you can, um, when you boil pasta for pasta salad, if you pre chill your half sheet pan in the, in the fridge, right? So get the metal cold, mm-hmm. pull it out, pour your pasta or your grain on top of that. And it chills the pasta really quickly. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, then you can toss it and it's not hot. You don't want, like, hot greens. Yeah. yeah I, I did not do this, but I think it's worth a try. It seems yeah, interesting. Yeah, good tip. Yeah, so you just got to let it cool. And you know what I didn't do either is I, I didn't add the spinach to the mix. I just mixed the shrimp, the radishes, the pine nuts, and the bulgur together. And then I put that on top of spinach since I thought I might be packing the salad for lunches. And this worked like a charm because the spinach didn't get like slimy like it does when it's been sitting for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So that really worked. Overall, I really like this recipe. Totally make again four to five forks. Right. So I did the bulgur soak. Oh, Also very easy because I just happened to have the time. Mm -hmm. And I I thought this was great. Overall, I thought this – you had texted me about keeping the spinach separate. I think Mm -hmm. that was something Mm -hmm. you texted me during the week. So I also did that. I put the other ingredients together in sort of a Tupperware. Yep. And then we were able to sort of put the whole salad together when we had it. And then as I had it for lunches, I could just scoop that on top of some greens. I feel like you could make the salad the night before and then assemble it for like lunch the next day. Like if you're having like... I don't know. This feels like bridal showery, baby baby showery because of the shrimp and stuff. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's what was your rating? Four out of five. Nice. I liked it. Yeah. Nice. All right. What's what's next? Next up, we have a tomato chicken salad from Southern Living. Yeah, I found this salad when I was kind of trying to round out this episode, and I'm so glad I did. I love the combo of bread, feta, tomato, tomatoes, and chicken. Plus, it was super easy to put together. You rub slices of country bread with garlic. So country bread is that kind of heartier loaf that you get that isn't necessarily whole wheat but it's not a piece of wonder bread you know mm-hmm. you rub it with garlic then you broil it or grill it and then to make the sal- salad you marinate the tomatoes the cucumber and the chicken with kind of like just a vinaigrette lemon juice um lemon zest which i thought was delicious the basil parsley and olive oil for like 10 minutes you throw in some feta and then you pile it on top of the grilled bread i love this kind of meal like anything on grilled bread mm-hmm. i'll kind of eat to be honest. Yeah, we really, really liked this salad. And again, we thought it felt filling but healthy, mm. which seems to be my theme for all these salads. <laughs> which is not which, a bad theme. And not a bad thing. Yeah, I it. mean, we were feeling that this week. <laughs> so I actually made this at the same time as a traditional cucumber salad with the vinegar. Because we had also, we were making all these salads and then Ryan said, like, maybe we should have a cucumber salad. And he so does he salad. does. Yeah. And so do I. And so I just also cut, just sliced up twice as many cucumbers, made a cucumber salad sort of at the same time to go in the fridge. Right. So I just felt like it was 
kind of flexible that way. And really familiar flavors on this one. Right. Which is always easy. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is also a good one for not so awesome tomatoes. I mean, would it be mm-hmm. delicious with super amazing August tomatoes? Yes. yes. Could you make this with like semi-decent June ones? Totally. And it was good. Now, I don't know about like January tomatoes, like probably not a good idea. But I'm like, mm. yeah. But, you know, the, the marination kind of softens up the tomatoes a little bit. And then, you know, if you did have awesome tomatoes, you would get this delicious tomato dressing to soak into the bread. Yeah, you were saying it might you might make it like for Fourth of July or something. Yeah, this is something you could bring easily, I think, or make for a Fourth of July mm. gathering or take to a neighbor's house. Just because, I mean, who doesn't like like some right. nice, like a tomato salad, like a tomato salad with chicken and feta cheese, and cucumbers and feta cheese. I mean, it's just so. I mean, some people don't like feta, but I've whatever. Right. I then they can have that. something else in the potluck. But this is. <laughs> This is like a yeah, crowd pleaser. Definitely. I thought. Yeah. This is another example of a salad that I halved pretty easily because this was a lot. Yeah. Just, yeah. It you was know. a lot. <laughs> um, and so I think it'd be a great way to use some leftover grilled chicken if you just halved it and you had like mm-hmm. maybe half the amount of chicken or like one or two tomatoes from the garden or the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. God, you know, I just can't. I'm going to I'm going to make this again like July, August when we actually have tomatoes because um, it's going to be so good then. And four to five forks for me. Four to five works for me as well. Mm. I like this one. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, what is our last recipe? All right, our last salad is a composed salad. Um, <laughs> Fancy. Pretty, yeah, you're welcome. Which just means you don't toss everything together, right? right? You just, like, arrange it on a plate. You compose it on a plate. It's a traditional salad from um, France, the Niçoise salad. Mm-hmm. popular with ladies who lunch yep. and me. Yep. I love them so much and it's all my favorite ingredients in one place. So I thought this was another great salad. Again, easy to put together. Mm. Very pantry plus farmer's market combination. Oh yeah. So it's it would be one of those that's easy if you get if you keep the tuna and the olives in your pantry. Mm. This could come together Good really point. quickly as something like a farmer's market oh, yeah. pickup. It, oh, as long as you've made it time and yeah. yeah as long as you've made it once then you'll kind of remember mm-hmm. i think that could really slot easily into your meal planning yeah right i think that's a great great point so there are people who get very particular about what does and does not belong on niçoise but yeah anyway the the basics are just like you said you know the tuna potatoes green beans tomatoes sometimes cucumbers and definitely the black olives I, you know, I've seen other things in there like watermelon radishes, baby turnips, like yeah, your farmer's market haul, right? And then you dress it all in a tangy, sometimes lemon forward vinaigrette. Yeah, so that's that. That's what you do. You you take all this, you take the tuna, potatoes, green beans, and the veggies, and you toss it in the vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. And the what's so nice is that you kind of blanch the green beans, boil the potatoes, and then they kind of soak up that dressing. So you toss yeah. the potatoes mm-hmm. while they're hot in the vinaigrette. They kind of soak up a little bit of that acid. It's so nice. Um, and then you get out a nice platter and you arrange the canned tuna, the veggies, the olives, and potatoes so it looks pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're feeling Instagrammy, this is a very Instagrammable moment. Yeah. I mean, platters you know? are like platter dinner, platter, platter lunches are all rage thing right now yeah, yeah this stand is on your one. chair and you know take the top down shot oh, yeah i should be doing more of that for this podcast but i just don't <laughs> <So>. anyway <laughs> 
that's true. That's true. Anyway, you just drizzle that tart dressing all over it. This salad has you, this recipe has, a, has you like sprinkle basil risen, ribbons on top, which is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but more importantly, how did your family like it? So I was telling you, this got sort of a lukewarm reception <laughs> and I ended up making it more for just myself. Yeah. And I think it was because partially the olives. Oh, the olives. Which always is a thing with my family, which is funny because I love personally olives. I feel like so you'll get an olive lover I eventually. Might. Yeah. And I think it's something that would be really fun to have girlfriend, like a girlfriend's yes. lunch. This would be a really great win. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was telling you also, this is the last recipe I cooked this week. So I had first made the lemony bulgur salad. Then I made the tomato chicken mm-hmm. salad. And when they were like... Another summer salad. You're I like, think yes. it was one summer salad too many. You're, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like, this is vegetables and that's what you're supposed to be eating? Yes, mm, right. It's summer. Yeah. Eat another salad. You're like, cut it with lasagna next time. Yeah, you're like, right. summer salad, summer salad, meatloaf. Right, yeah. exactly. So by the time we got to this, it, it just didn't get, they didn't love it, but it, possibly it was timing. But anyways, mm-hmm. I thought the recipe was great. I nice. liked it. And we both bought the same tuna. We did. Which was American tuna. Mm-hmm. And I will say it cost about five bucks a can. Which, which is, seems insane. Which seems a little bit insane. But, you know, it's sourced responsibly. And I thought it was delicious. And it's delicious. I mean, if you're making a salad like this where it matters what the tuna tastes like. Because, mm-hmm. like, I have seen Niswa salads, too, where you can also get spend a lot more money, right? You can go yeah. to the $13 a pound fresh tuna that you sear. Yeah, you definitely could. So this is actually right. budget-friendly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Mom is going to be dying Yeah, she listens to this. That. Yeah. But I will say, I, I like it because I like the American brand for a couple of reasons. It is USA far- fishermen. It's very sustainable. I feel like it's contributing to like a local economy, which I, I also appreciate. Mm-hmm. But it's also just delicious tuna. So even if you can find American brand, which, by the way, hashtag not, not an ad, just yeah. both bought the same kind. I've also, like, done really well with, like, the imported Italian tuna that has in olive oil is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's delicious. Just don't get the water-packed dollar variety. I mean, they're great for tuna salad sandwiches, and I will just eat those day in and day out. Like, do not get me wrong. Yeah, or, like, with I make a tuna casserole with right. that. Yes. Yeah. Totally great. But if you're doing a salad like this... Even the bumblebee water pack is like, meh. That's my tuna diatribe. And um, yeah, also warn your table mates if you've used very authentic and very not pitted um, Niswa olives in the salad because James almost cracked a tooth at lunchtime. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) He was was like, yeah, so those weren't pitted. I was like, no. Eater beware. Eater beware. Yeah. I really liked it. Four out of five forks. What did you rate it? I mean, I'm giving it a three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So wrapping it up here. Um, I am still thinking. I just really loved that bulgur and shrimp salad. So mm-hmm. that's my winner for the week. What about you? That tomato chicken salad from Southern Living. Mm. Because I really think that I will make that a lot. I feel like it hit all the things your family loves, too. It did. And people were eating that up. Which it is good. It's so, like so, so, much, so many veggies in there, too. It was. It yeah. felt it felt like just a great summer salad. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I mean, it's no lemon bulgur shrimp salad, but it's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Do any of these recipes sound good? Make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at www.dinnersisters.com or talk about it with us on our new Facebook page. Yeah, that'd be so fun. Right? At Dinner Sisters Podcast. 
at our website, you'll find links to all the recipes, any tips or techniques we discussed, as well as a link to our shopping list spreadsheet. So, you know, really the bulk of our resources are still on our website, but we're loving it. We're looking into having a conversation on our Facebook page. So we're wrapping things up with a smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. And Kate, what did you want to talk about this week? Yeah, with all these refreshing salads, it really made me think about the whole idea of summer eating, you know, all the fresh fruits that become available, that and you're super hot. So yeah. I, you know, I've been to Georgia in August. It's steamy. That's a lot. Hotlanta. Hotlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I want to talk about two of my favorite summer recipes that would be amazing with dinner salad. One is the agua fresca, and Mm -hmm. um, the other is granitas. Yeah, so I love this idea, and I need some summer ideas to freshen up my menus. Mm -hmm. So let's get talking about these. Yeah, so I'll start with the agua frescas. I think, you know, if I'm thinking about it, I probably had my first one on a school trip to Mexico. So after four hard years of Spanish and being a member of the Spanish Honor Society, by the way, um, our poor, God God love her, Spanish teacher took us to Central Mexico, um, Cuernavaca, for like two weeks We were supposedly learning Spanish language. I was just eating so much pineapple. I got like sores in my mouth from eating too much pineapple, which is a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't do that. It's so bad. But we also like would go out to eat in little trips and things. And they would like give us agua frescas, which they made. Oh, my gosh. So good. And it's super easy to make. It is literally blending fruit in water with maybe mint. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit of sugar. Yeah. And you're good to go. Um mainly you know what i remember but maybe it was just my preference um was that it was mostly done with melons mm-hmm. um think watermelon cantaloupe but you can also do it with strawberries you can do it with pineapple basically from looking at recipes it's a two to one ratio of water to fruit so twice as much water as fruit right okay um four cups of water two cups of fruit of your choice maybe half a lime squeezed in there chill it down and you're gonna have the most refreshing drink to go with your salads Yeah, I like this. It feels so easy and healthy. And we just, before we went on our Florida road trip, we spent a night at the cabin, Mm kind of getting everything ready. And we picked up a huge watermelon that ended up being... It was enormous. It was enormous. I, was, I over I overreached on that watermelon. It's size. Yeah. Yeah. Even for my family of five plus Kate, it was still huge. It was enormous. Yeah. And so we decided to make this agua fresca. Kate did. We... It was delicious. We served it over ice. It felt like a really fun summery drink. Mm-hmm. We were having some grilled oysters and yeah. just a really nice night. And the other thing I like about this, too, is sometimes you feel in the summer like having a drink but not having an alcoholic drink. But you yes. don't want to drink water. And right. And you're sick of soda. And you're sick of, like, a diet coke. I mean, mm-hmm. it just – this really, I felt like, was a nice change of pace. Yeah. And I think for kids, too – it is not just juice. Mm-hmm. It is a watery juice. So let think less sugar. Yeah. You know, for the kids. Like and they sucked it down. Like they, they were did. super into yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It was really refreshing. So we'll put some um, ideas and some links to an agrofresco in a show notes, but I would really encourage you this summer if you get a chance. Um, and you know, honestly, that watermelon was not the best watermelon I've ever had. Yeah, but it and tasted it, great. It was in, great agrofresco. Agrofresco, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the next one that we're going to do is I want to talk about is this idea of granitas. Mm-hmm. Right, so granitas are kind of fruity or espresso-y, sometimes snow cones, that you, essentially, right? Yeah. That you can make in your freezer. They're actually 
almost like a concentrated frozen agua fresca. So same process. You take your fruit, some liquid like lime juice, a little bit more sugar than you would for the drink, blend it all together, and then pour it in a shallow baking dish. Or you can start with an equivalent amount of coffee or lemonade. I just saw a recipe for lemon juice and mint tea. That sounds good. That sounds really good, like minty fresh. And you can booze it up with rosé wine. Yeah, also delicious. Just saying. Anywho, you let it freeze for a short time just to get the ice started. So think of like almost like a puddle icing over in the wintertime, Mm -hmm. right? That thin layer of ice. Scrape that with a fork and then you freeze it again, scrape it, freeze it again, scrape it until you get the snow cone like shards of, of delicious ice. I've made this with strawberries, which is delicious. Um, but I really want to try it with a rosé, and I also think it'd be really good with the espresso. Yes, if you've been watching Chef's Table, which we talked about last week too, mm-hmm. there is a great episode in the pastry season that focuses on almond granitas in Sicily, and it inspired me to make one just last week, which was fun. Oh, nice! What what flavor did you make? We just I just happened to have a fresh pineapple, so we made oh. pineapple. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was good. And it's yeah. super easy. It like yeah. is a little projecty because you have to be scraping and stuff. Right. But it's not hard. Well, it's like a kid's projecty, right? Because yeah, they exactly. can get in there with a fork and it's mm-hmm. no big deal. Yeah. I don't know how you make an almond granita, but I feel like I need to do research. Well, you need these special Sicilian I almonds. <laughs> so I, I mean, yes, cake. <laughs> Go down that rabbit hole. But I will not oh be joining God. you. Shipping Sicilian almonds <laughs> to my house. Oh my gosh. I'll, I'll talk about getting nuts shipped to my house one another time, um, which has happened. Um, where were we? Oh yeah. Two suggestions for making this even fancier, mm-hmm. which okay. I've heard. And I talked to a woman at work who is from Rome and she talked about this. They make this um, coffee granita or espresso granita and they just pile the whipped cream on top. Oh yum. That sounds good. Right? Yeah. So good. Um, a, they also like online people are talking about drizzling lemon or vanilla yogurt on a fruit granita. That sounds good too. Right? Or yeah. for the adults, getting a nice big, like a heaping bowl of granita and then drizzling over it good tequila mm. or rum or even gin over like a minty one, right? Yeah. Um, you know, rum with fruit or coffee, I think tequila or gin with like citrus or berries, which yeah. just sounds amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, granita. Agua fresca, summertime. I like this. Just mm-hmm. like the salads, it's kind of keeping everything fresh and light and easy. And in the summer, that is the way to go for sure. Mm-hmm. What about next so, week? So next week coming up, we have ideas for your 4th of July or summer grill out. So we've got this green chicken recipe that Yay. I'm looking forward to, to making and trying out. Yeah, so my apartment complex finally has the grills going. So we're not allowed to have grills on the little patio, but we can go to this grilling spot. So they're finally up and going. Nice. And I am looking forward to the pork chops. So that's what's for dinner. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at www.dinnersisters.com for show notes, grocery lists, and other fun stuff. Got some dinner ideas? Shoot us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. Last time, I'm going to plug our Facebook page. Yeah, come on over there and one more time. Talk about what you're making. <laughs> exactly. We'd love to hear and see what you're making. But also, review, please, and subscribe, please, on iTunes. That's how people get to know us. We reach more people and grow our community. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys, and happy eating. <laughs> <laughs>